First pitch coming up momentarily. It's brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Good to see Kelsey Poli moving up to the two spots in the lineup as well. After yesterday being relegated to a bottom part of the lineup, back up to that number two spot, batting ahead of Sydney Miles. She's due up second in the order here as the throw down to second, little off wide, and that will bring Alexis Bortel to the plate. Batting out of the left-handed batter's box will be Bortel. Portel just waiting for the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors fielding alignment to get set. First pitch misses low and inside for a ball. It's brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. One and zero. This game begins as Ziprich set. And the pitch. Bunt dropped up the third baseline. Picked up by the third baseman throw across the diamond first in time to get the first out. Really nice play over at third base made by Kelsey Bloom to record the out. And I'll bring Poli to the plate with one down. First pitch to Polite, fouled straight back. Steps out of the box. And the 0-1. Upstairs, missing for a ball. A ball and a strike. mentioned before, Kelsey Polite was lower in the lineup than we saw in the quarterfinal matchup yesterday. Batting out of the eight spot, but she had a really good game, went three for four with a pair of runs scored yesterday. A big part of Central setting the lineup in the bottom of the order for the top of the order, and she rakes one to deep left field, but it just hooks foul. That would have been gone if it stayed fair, and it was fouled by only a couple of feet. Really well-struck ball by Kelsey Polite, and the wind certainly helping today. We didn't have a lot of wind yesterday on Monday for the quarterfinal round. It was blown to straightaway center and from left to right. Today, it's blown from right field to left field. We got a lot more wind today than we had in any of the prior two days. Here's the pitch. Outside part of the plate, misses for a ball. And the count sits two balls and two strikes. Here's the 2-2. Swung on a miss upstairs. A fastball blown past Kelsey Polite. She's down on strikes. And Ziprich gets the first two in order. And here comes that unstoppable force against the immovable object. Sydney Miles digging into the plate. Five of five. With a total of four walks worked throughout the MAAA Conference Tournament thus far. She has hit just about everything she's seen. 
And she fouls off the first pitch. And the count is 0-1 to Miles. Meanwhile, Ziprich has been as close to lights out as it gets. Didn't pitch a lot during the quarterfinal round. But in the semifinal round, had held a very, very good West County lineup to just one lone run. Unfortunately for her, that one run was enough for West County. Sliced foul and out of play. Miles behind on the fastball. And the count is 0-2. Miles will step out of the box while they get a new softball into Ziprich. Comes from Kurt Bosler out of the third base dugout for the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. And the count sits 0-2 as Miles digs back in. The pitch. Swung and a miss. Fastball upstairs. Miles behind on it, and Ziprich gets her. And that's the first time this conference tournament that Sydney Miles is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. A 1-2-3 inning for Ziprich and the Valley Catholic Warriors. We'll see them come to the plate for the first time in this ballgame when we return on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Avishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches, one in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. To the bottom of the first inning we go. We will see the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors bat for the first time this game. Here's their starting lineup brought to you by J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency 63 School Street in Bonterre. Allowed J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Addie Weiler, their shortstop, will lead things off. She's following the order by Avery Ziprich, their starting pitcher. In the three spot is the designated player, Michaela Jogger. She's batting in place of the flex, Nicole Gegg, the catcher. Batting fourth, it's the second baseman, Macy Wolk. In the five spot, first baseman, Emily Flea. Batting sixth, the right fielder, Aubrey Wolk. In the seventh spot, it's third baseman, Kelsey Bloom. The left fielder, Lauren Wolk, bats eighth. And Addie Donzi rounds out the lineup. She's the center fielder for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Again, it's Addie Weiler, Avery Ziprich. Bridge, Michaela Joggerst, Macy Wolk, Emily Fleeg, Aubrey Wolk, Kelsey Bloom, Lauren Wolk, and then Addie Donzi, the lineup for the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors under ninth-year head coach Kurt Bosler, coming with a record of 9-3 and three overall, number two seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Pitch misses low and inside for a ball, counts it 1-0. and oh. Bringing you the fielding alignment for the Central Lady Rebels, J.C. McMillan's in left field, Kelsey Pulley in straightaway center with Alexia Pape in right field. The infield around the horn, Ella McClanahan's at third, Sydney Miles at short, Alexis Portel's at second with Chloe Dishbein at first, Keenan Scott's behind the dish, and Zoe Ray in the circle. Behind in the count, 2-0, and oh, missing two pitches downstairs to Weiler. 2-0 to her. Outside part of the plate, called a strike. 
Count sits one ball, two strikes. The pitch from Ray, 2-1. Missing upstairs for a ball. Swung out a miss. Count runs full, three and two. Nice bounce back from Zoe Ray after falling behind 2-0 in the count to bring it back full, three and two. Hit in the air towards the shortstop. Miles comes on, falls in front of her a little bit. I think the wind caught it. She has to dive for one that she maybe took a combined four steps to get to, but she's got it for the first out. Miles might have had it caught up in the sun a little bit as well. Sun directly behind us here at Leon's Field in St. Genevieve, Missouri, the home of the St. Genevieve Dragons. Beautiful ballpark here, 190 all the way around. Pitch misses upstairs for a ball, and the count sits 1-0. Avery Ziprich up to the plate. Good 1-2-3, top of the first inning for her. We'll see what she's got in store for the bottom of the first here at the plate. Hits this one up the middle. Snagged by Miles. Quick release to first. Too high and through the glove of Dishbine. Advancing to second on the play and gunned down at second by Cadence Cosby, who is backing up Dishbine Ziprich. Got a little greedy. Tried to stretch that infield single into an extra base hit. And see if she could get an error on Miles, but it's erased. What a play by Cosby, backing up there. It was going to be an infield single, but Ziprich trying to push for second, out by a good margin as well. Popped up, foul territory, hooking and falling innocently out of play. Zoe Ray gets ahead of Michaela Joggerst, and the count is 0-1. Hit in the air, left field, right to the left fielder, McMillan. She's got it for the third and final out to end the bottom of the first inning. So much like in the top of the first, we see the batters go down in order. One, two, three, courtesy of that great play from Cosby behind the dish to get Ziprich trying to stretch it into a double. No runs, a hit, no errors, and because of that, nobody left on base. We go to the second inning, no score. Central Lady Rebels, Valley Catholic Warriors, even through one on KFMO. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. 
Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Cadence Cosby leads off the top of the second inning. No score between Central and Valley Catholic. As the middle third of the order will come to the plate for the Lady Rebels. And it's a 1-0 count to Cadence Cosby as Ebre Ziprich misses high and outside. Back into the right-handed batter's box. Cosby, open stance for her. Watches it go by upstairs for a ball. Looks like it's not as condensed of a stance as usual for Cosby and not as open either. Perhaps adjusting to Avery Ziprich, her opposition in the circle today. Dropped in for a strike, two and one. Cosby was 0 for 2 with a pair of walks and a run scored in yesterday's game. The 2 1. Upstairs, missing four balls, three balls, and a strike here counts. Ziprich is one pitch away from walking off the leadoff hitter to be in the top of the second. Dropped in for a strike. And the count runs full at three and two to Cosby. You've got Chloe Dishbein on deck. Three two. Off the end of the bat, foul past the reach of Emily Fleeg at first base. Count remains full at three and two. Count sits three balls, two strikes to Cosby. Good battle here between her and Ziprich. The 3-2. Called strike three on the low inside part of the plate. Cosby thought it was going to be ball four as she got out of the way of that one. Throw it up backwards. Cadence Cosby is down looking. That means Chloe Dishbein to the plate. Dishbein was one for four yesterday with an RBI and a run scored. Hit in the air. Deep left center field. Donzi back over her head and gone. A solo shot to left center field for Chloe Dishbein. Puts the Central Lady Rebels on the board. First one to nothing they lead. The win might have helped a little bit. It's 190 all the way around, though, so I don't think it made too much of a difference, but it was hit to left center field, favoring the center field part of left center field. But Chloe Dishbein got a hold of that one and just launched it to left center field. And Central leads one to nothing. Ray comes to the plate. First pitch to Zoe Ray, misses for a ball. Ray in the right-handed batter's box, open stance. The one out. Missing low and away for a ball. Two balls and a strike. Ray digs back in. The 2-0. Hit hard on the ground. Right back to the pitcher, Ziprich. Over to first, in time, and there are two down. That brings McMillan to the plate. In a one nothing ball game favoring the Central Lady Rebels. 
J.C. McMillan was in and out of the contest yesterday, started the game in left field, went one for two, then got pulled from the game, eventually came on in the final inning, and that's when she got that one hit. She digs back in with a two away. Nobody on top of the second situation. Swings over the top of the first pitch she sees for a strike. No one won your count. Open stands, right-handed batter's box for Ziprich, or excuse me, for McMillan. Here comes Ziprich, the 2-1. In the air towards the shortstop, closing the gap is Weiler, and she's got it. Pretty much right at second base. Great jump on the ball from Weiler. Otherwise, that's a single. Instead, it's the third and final out to end the top of the second inning. But the Central Lady Rebels, they get a run off of one big hit from Chloe Dishbein. No errors, and they don't leave anybody on base. Central Lady Rebels strike first. One to nothing they lead as we head to the bottom of the second inning on KFMO. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest in a lead belt stove and fireplace. We can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978. For your auto, home, or business is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Your score, 1-0 Central Lady Rebels. Middle third of the order for the Valley Catholic Warriors to lead things off. Uh, 1-0 count to start things off for Macy Wolk, their cleanup hitter. Make it 2-0 and as Zoe Ray's pitch misses the plate. The pitch outside part of the plate. Got enough of it, though, for a strike. I think some credit on that strike should go to Cadence Cosby for framing that pitch. I think she's a big reason why she got the call. Three and one now your count as that misses four ball. And Zoe Ray ready to throw the pitch, set at the belt, the three one. Swung and a miss. Count runs full and three and two. Hit in the air. Left center field, closing the gap. The center fielder, Kelsey Polite. She's got it for the first out. A little too much air under that for Macy Wolk. And that'll bring Emily Fleeg to the plate with one down in the bottom of the second inning. This is a really, really good offense for the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. One of the best, if not the best, offense in the MAAA. They're averaging 11.6 runs per game so far this season, which is still good for number one in the conference as that pitch misses low for a ball, even after being shut out yesterday by West County. 
They're the only team in the conference averaging double digits up to this point in the season. The 1-0. Misses four ball. Two balls. No strikes. The 2-0. High and outside. Three balls. No strikes. Seen Zoe Ray get herself in trouble at various points against individual batters, not necessarily on the base paths. She's been able to work out of it so far. The 3-0. Misses upstairs for a ball. And it's a four-pitch walk worked by Emily Fleeg. She's on with one away in the bottom of the second inning with Aubrey Wolk coming to the plate. Good to see Fleeg reach base safely all three times she came up. She wasn't able to reach. The pitch. Ooh, that got a piece of Aubrey Wolk. Got her in the back of the foot, about the heel area, and she'll take first. Now it's two on and one out in the bottom of the second inning. That goes into what Taylor Guile wanted to see from her pitching. I still think it's vastly improved from what we saw in the beginning of the year till now. I think Central's like right on the cusp of having, I don't want to go as far as to say elite pitching, but the pitching they need to be contenders in the district this year. They've already proven their pitching is good enough to be contenders in the conference. They're playing for third place today. They almost won in the semifinals over a top-seeded St. Genevieve yesterday, lost by just a run. Right on that cusp. As Taylor Guile will come out to the circle, bring her whole infield in, but it appears like the conversation is just one-on-one between her and her pitcher, Zoe Ray. We've seen Coach Guile throughout the later part of this season really keeping her pitchers on a short leash, rotating them in and out throughout games. And, in fact, yesterday this was about the point where we saw the starter for the Central Lady Rebels, Sydney Miles, leave the game. She only lasted an inning and a third. That's exactly as far as Zoe Ray's made it today. Runners on first and second, one out, bottom of the second inning. Ray remains in the circle. Pitch from her. Gets off of home plate and skips way over the head of Cosby behind the dish. Everyone gets a bag. It's two in scoring position. And a one-out count for Kelsey Bloom. Bloom 0 for 3 yesterday, much like Aubrey Wolk. Struck out all three times to Gracie Wright when she came to the plate. Pitch misses upstairs. 2-0 and your count. First base is open, but you don't necessarily want to put Bloom there. Got Lauren Wolk awaiting her turn on deck. 2-0. That's a great pitch from Zoe Ray. 2-1. If Lauren Wolk comes to the plate, after that, you've got just Addie Dunsey. And that's the ones through the order for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Swung on a miss. Two balls, two strikes, your count. A 2-2 pitch from Zoe Ray. Here it comes. Misses low and away for a ball. Count runs full, 3-2. and two. Ray rocks and fires. 
Misses low and inside for a ball. It gets away from Cosby. Staying at third is Flea. Doesn't want to test. A catch like Cadence Cosby behind the plate. But the bases are loaded. And coming to the dish is Lauren Wolk. She had one of the four hits for Valley Catholic yesterday. One for three. Really the only production out of the bottom of the order for Valley Catholic. When it wasn't a strikeout, it felt like a win. Oh, and a nice play from Cosby behind the dish again. She pops out of her stance and uses every bit of her reach to pull that one in, prevent it from going to the backstop. That could have scored Fleek from third. Instead, it's an innocent ball, and the count's 1-0. Infield is in for the Central Lady Rebels as Ray rocks and fires. Low and inside, missing for a ball, 2-0. You've got Emily Fleek at third. Aubrey Wolk at second with Kelsey Bloom at first. Ray with the 2-0. Upstairs 3-0. Risk of one pitch away from walking in the game-tying run. Things can go from bad to worse. I mentioned before, Addie Donzi, who's now due up next. She's the nine-hitter. We're back to the top of the order after that. The 3-0. A get-me-over strike from Zoe Ray. And the count is 3-1. and one. Taken all the way that time was Lauren Wolk. And why not? Zoe Ray has had a hard time finding the strike zone these past couple batters. The 3-1. Swung and a miss. 3-2. and two. Zoe Ray bounces back to run the count full. We'll see if she can get the out. She sets the 3-2. Fought off foul. Off the roof of the dugout of the Central Lady Rebels on the first base side. And the count remains full at 3-2. and two. One away, bottom of the second inning. Central with a one to nothing lead over Valley Catholic, but the Lady Warriors have the bases loaded and a chance to bring home their first run of the game. They were in this situation yesterday in the sixth inning against the Central West County Lady Bulldogs, and they could not bring home a run. This time they will. It skips to the plate, gets Lauren Wolk anyway. All said and done, whether you... Want to treat it as a hit-by-pitch as it was. Even if she got out of the way, it's a base on balls. And in to score from third is Fleeg, and it's a 1-1 ball game. And that's it. The day is done for Zoe Ray, similar to Sydney Miles in yesterday's contest. She only lasts an inning and a third. As Zoe Ray... Her book sits an inning and a third. She faced eight batters on 34 pitches, only threw 14 of them for strikes, 20 missed for balls. She allowed a hit, a run which was earned, walked two, hit two. ERA sits at five and a quarter, whip at two and a quarter, didn't leave anyone stranded. And it's Alex Neff who comes in off the bench, providing a change of pace in speed and an increase in movement. As Neff will take over in the circle. Taking a look at the upcoming broadcast schedule brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill. Well, with, we were originally scheduled to be here tomorrow for softball. That is not going to be the case. We will have softball coming up on Friday, however, with doubleheader action as we will see the Kennett Indians Come and visit the Central Lady Rebels. The Potosi Trojans will stop by as well and play them in a neutral site contest. Then on Saturday, MAAA-JCAA All-Star Game. 
We'll have coverage on AM 1240 KFMO beginning with a 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off, and live video coverage available on our website, kfmo.com slash watch. Here comes Donzi to the plate. Nine hitter for the Valley Catholic Warriors. She'll face Alex Neff. And the first pitch dropped in for a strike on the inside part of the plate. Down is 0-1. Neff needs two outs to stop the damage and limit the run scored by Valley Catholic to just one. Outside part of the plate called a strike. 0-2. 0-2. Hit in the air. Center field. Knocking it down as Kelsey Pullett is the one hops in front of her. The throw comes home. Not in time. Wolk, who had to hold up, she'll score nonetheless. It's 2-1, Valley Catholic Warriors. Addie Weiler now comes to the plate. Nanzi picks up on what Alex Neff is throwing pretty quickly. And on the third pitch, she rips it in the center field for a base hit. Weiler on the day so far, 0 for 1, popped out to short. And that one that almost landed in front of Sydney Miles, but she dove for it and got it in the last second. Pitch misses to Weiler, 1 and 0. The 1-0. Blooper foul territory, third base side, and it hits off the netting before Cadence Cosby can have a chance at it. And we're all even at one ball, one strike. The book isn't officially closed yet. For Zoe Ray, as she's still responsible for Bloom at third, Wolk at second, Donzi at first base is the responsibility of Neff. The 1-1. Skips to the plate. Gets past Cosby. There's a play at the plate, but not in time. As Bloom comes in to score from third. Staying at second is Wolken. Kurt Bosler's got his palms up like, what are you doing? He should be at third by now. Donzi, therefore, to stay at first. But the wild pitch brings home Bloom. It's 3-1. to one. A 2-1 dropped in for a strike. Two balls, two strikes. Yeah, Donzi at first, Wolk at second, and one out still in the bottom of the second inning. Here's the 2-2. Hit, pulled, foul, out of play into left field. Count remains two balls, two strikes. And we see another player warming up for the Central Lady Rebels in the bullpen to our right. It's McKinley Portel. I don't believe I've seen her this year. Knocked down by the third baseman, McClanahan. Only plays two-third. Miles is there covering, so they've got the out. The elusive second out. They get the lead runner with that as well. It's a fielder's choice. McClanahan was bobbling that for a second. It was a close play at third base, closer than it maybe would have been. And again, Miles. Did have to get over and cover third, but she's playing way deep in the hole on the third base side, so it's not like she had to go a long ways to get to it. Neff drops in the strike on the outside part of the play to Ebre Ziprich. Ziprich reached on an infield single, but was out trying to push it to second base on the high throw to first. Backing up was Cosby, and Cosby was able to gun down Ziprich. Ball and a strike 
as Neff slipped out of her hand, misses upstairs. The 1-1. Pulled. It'll drop down for a base hit into left field and off the heel of the glove of McMillan and get past her. One run will score. They're going to send Weiler all the way around from first. She'll score. Two more come to the plate. In this inning for the Valley Catholic Warriors, they've put up five runs and have opened up a four-run lead. Five to one, they're out in front. And the two RBI double from Ziprich. I'll bring joggers to the plate. The pitch. Dropped in for a strike. Neil one. Slow roller towards second. Portel to first for the third and merciful final out to stop the bleeding and end the bottom of the second. The Valley Catholic Lady Warriors, they got five runs in that inning off of two hits, no errors, and they do leave a runner stranded at second base. Central Lady Rebels coming to the plate when we return, trailing by four. This inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsko on Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloge. To the third we go on KFMO. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Top of the third inning, 8-9-1 and one will come to the plate for the Central Lady Rebels. Ella McClanahan, Alexia Pape, and back to the top of the order with Alexis Portel. McClanahan digs into the right-handed batter's box. The pitch. One hopper to the plate, missing four. Ball, 1-0. Oh. It's a 5-1 to one ball game. Favoring the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors after a big bottom of the second for them. They ran the starter, Zoe Ray, out of this game. Got a couple more against Alex Neff. Swing and a miss. Count is one and one. Zoe Ray's book is officially closed now. An inning and a third. Four runs, all of them earned. ERA of 21. Swing and a miss from McClanahan. And the count goes one and two. McClanahan digs in. The one-two. Fouled straight back. Remains a ball and two strikes. 
Waiting for Ziprich. She's set. And attacks downhill with the 1-2. Sliced back foul and out of play. Count is 1-2. and two. Ella McClanahan 0 for 3 yesterday with a pair of strikeouts. Tough game for her. She digs back in. The 1-2 pitch. Sliced foul out of play once again. Counts the ball in two strikes. Valley Catholic sporting the white uniforms today. Warriors written across the front on an angle. And blue lettering matching the blue numbers on the back of the uniform and the blue pants. 1-2. Fouled back. Off the net. 1-2 remains your count. Central Lady Rebels, meanwhile, sporting the navy blue uniforms today. With white letters and numbers, Central written across the front in block lettering. The 1-2. Swung and a miss. Fastball upstairs. McClanahan chases it, and she's down on strikes. That brings Pape to the plate. Ziprich, that is her fourth strikeout of the ball game. Strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. The pitch dropped in for a strike to Pape. Count is 0-1. Ziprich, the only hit she's allowed so far was that solo shot home run to Chloe Dishbine. She has looked phenomenal otherwise. Leo one. Hit hard on the ground towards third. Snagged by Bloom, who's playing in. She goes to first with it. And there's two down in the top of the third inning. Wasn't smoked at Bloom like we saw a couple yesterday. Smoked at McClanahan, but Bloom still made a nice play to get it back across to first. Brings Portell to the plate. Alexis Portell, 0 for 1 so far, tried to drop a drag bunt up the third baseline and was out. The pitch to her. Missing low four ball. Count is 1 0. Portell in the left-handed batter's box awaiting the pitch from Ziprich. She leans forward as she draws set. Low outside corner, got it for a strike. One and one your count. Ziprich set. And the 1-1 bunt shown. It's a good one. But back to the pitcher, Ziprich. She throws the first in time to get the speedy Portell out at first base. It was a good bunt, but an even better play to come off the circle quickly for Ziprich. And a 1-2-3 top of the third inning. Sees the Valley Catholic Warriors hold their 5-1 lead. And they'll come back to the plate when we return after this. Bottom of the third inning we go. You're listening to the MAAA Conference Tournament third place game. 
Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the life of those we love. Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Bottom of the third inning, and it begins with a single up the middle. Macy Wolf gets it past Naffin with Miles playing deep in the hole. She has a lot of range at short, but couldn't track that one down. And Wolk is on with nobody out in the bottom of the third inning. Emily Fleeg up to the plate. Worked a walk to begin that rally an inning ago. This one pulled foul. She was the first of five Valley Catholic Lady Warriors to come home and score in that bottom of the second inning, bringing us to the 5-1 lead that Valley has right now. The pitch drops into the zone, but fought off foul. Neff remains in the circle. Count is 0-2. Here's the pitch. Misses low and inside for a ball. Counts it's a ball and two strikes. Fleeg digs back in. Wide open stance in the right-handed batter's box. Steps into this one. A little too much air under it. Settling in left field. McMillan, she's got it. And there's one down in the bottom of the third inning. And will also keep Wolk over at first base. So with Macy Wolk staying at first, here comes Aubrey Wolk to the plate. Neff, here's the pitch from her. Outside, missing for a ball. Cosby tried to frame that one too, couldn't get the call. The two teams we'll see in our next contest have both arrived. Host St. Genevieve is here. They're working in the batting cages right now. This one, bloop single, center field. Late jump off first from Wolk, and out at second base is Macy Wolk. Well, because of that, Poli got it and was square with first base on a hop and just easily threw it to Sidney Miles for the out. Nothing that Macy Wolk can do about that one. One of those, you're in trouble if you do go off early. You're in trouble if you don't. If that's caught, she's potentially doubled up. That brings it to two outs here in the bottom of the third inning and the first pitch to Kelsey Bloom. And therefore a strike. A one hopper. One and one your count. You've got 
Aubrey Wolk now at first base. Kelsey Bloom up to the plate. Swing and a miss. One and two. Neff looking for an adventurous yet scoreless frame at the end of the day. One, two, two down. Neff set. Here it comes. Just misses. Little too low in the zone. It's a ball. Two balls and two strikes your counts. West County Lady Bulldogs here as well as they're setting up shop on the hillside on the right field first base side. Popped up, foul territory. And out of play into the bullpen on that first base side. Neff with the 2-2. Blooped. Right back to her. She has to dive for it. Can't make it. And the throw to second out by a mile is Aubrey Wolk, who was late off the bag. Now you understand Macy Wolk being a little late off the bag because you have to play to avoid the double play and stay back. But Aubrey Wolk should have been off on contact. She hesitated, and she's out at second base on the fielder's choice. How about that for an adventurous bottom of the third inning? But all said and done, no run scored, and we stay at a 5-1 to one ball game as we head to the fourth. Central Lady Rebels do back up when we return after this with 2, 3, and 4 in the order on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope online at sfccp.org. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We are proud to be a part of high school sports. one count to Kelsey Polite to lead off the uh, top of the fourth inning. 5-1 to one your score. Valley Catholic Warriors lead the Central Lady Rebels. Sean Malone here with you. Taylor LeBrier back at the studio producing our broadcast. And the bunt is shown. It's pushed up the first baseline with some backspin. And there to beat it out as nobody is covering over at first base is Kelsey Poli. She's got a ton of speed, but Macy Walt should have been covering the bag at first from second base as it was bumped, bunted up the first baseline. Emily Flea get to come off the bag and cover. So the Miles will come to the plate in the left-handed batter's box. Strikeout swinging her first time out, and that's the first time she's been out this entire tournament. Pulls the barrel back on the bunt try, goes off the tip of the glove of Nicole Gag into second base, standing up is Kelsey Polite on the steal. The 1-0. As Ziprich draws set, and Miles will dig back in. Here comes the pitch from Ziprich. Chopped, foul, up the first baseline. 
Amber Beers, assistant coach of the Central Lady Rebels. Tosses it back to Emily Fleeg, who gets it back to Ziprich. Ball and a strike, your count. Miles, one of the elite players in our area in softball, is only a sophomore. Coming off a good basketball season as well. Started the season as one of the last players off the bench for Central and really became a key contributor in their run to third place in states amongst Class 4. Barrel pulled back on a bunt try from Miles, and it's taken for a ball, two balls and a strike. Got some good speed in scoring position with Kelsey Bullitt out at second base. Third baseman Bloom playing in now. Here's the 2-1. Missing low and inside for a ball. Bloom keeps taking a big secondary lead, or a big lead rather, I should say, out at second base. Trying to dare a throw from Nicole Gag, who's not trying it so far. The 3-1. Low and away, ball four. You've got Polite at second, Miles at first, and Cadence Cosby coming to the plate. You've got to be careful if you're Ziprich because the lone run that you've allowed in this game came from Chloe Dishbein. She's still up next in the order. It was on a solo shot home run to center field. The pitch. Oh, and that got Cadence Cosby. And here comes Chloe Dishbein with the bases loaded. And Kurt Bosler about to come out of the dugout and have a conversation. And Ziprich waving her hands to wave him off and saying, no, I've got this. All right, let's see what you've got, Avery. You've got a bases loaded situation. Nobody out, top of the fourth inning. Polite on third, Miles on second, Cosby in first, and the game-tying run up at the plate. Strike in the outside part of the plate. Dishbein watches it go by, counts it 0-1. And Dishbein again, one for one on the day with that solo shot home run. Leo one. Low and outside corner called a strike. Well, Ziprich seems locked in. And the count is 0-2. Those are two tough pitches if Dishbein even wanted to offer at them. Neo two. Hit off the end of the bat. Popped up to shallow right field. Second baseman Macy Wolk makes her way onto the grass. She's got it. And the throw comes home to keep Polite at third. Miles at second. And Cosby at first base. And that's the first out in the top of the fourth inning. Big first out as well. And that brings Neff to the plate, who will be batting in place of Zoe Ray. So Neff digs in with one out in the top of the fourth. She came in in relief of Zoe Ray. And the pitch, bunt from Neff. Back to the pitcher, Ziprich dives for it, throw home, not in time, beating it out. Kelsey Polite, it was the only play Ziprich could make, and she kind of hit the deck going for it. And threw it while laying on the turf, but it's not in time. And Neff is safe at first base. Everyone's safe, and the Rebels get a run. The squeeze play 
And I'm scoring that a single as well. That was a really good bunt from Neff. J.C. McMillan take the first pitch strike down his 0-1 as Glenn Berry joins us here in a 5-2 ball game. Top of the fourth inning, one out. I was going to say, I don't think a ball has been hit really that hard at all this inning, and they've got a run to, to show for it so far. Could get more. Low outside corner, called a strike. We don't have quite the bomb that we saw from Chloe Dishbein back in her first time up, and now Nicole Gegg will go out and have a quick chat with Ziprich. Chloe may have the biggest or the most meat on the bat uh, on the ball today in this inning, but it was a pop-up, and it was the yeah. out of the inning, and the rest of them have been little squibblers, uh, little ground balls, things like that, but uh, Central's uh, you know, playing small ball. A lot of weak contact as the pitch goes off the netting on a foul ball from McMillan. The count remains 0-2. She's 0-1 in the day so far with a fly out to Addie Weiler at short to end the second inning. 5-2 ball game, central threatening. Game tying run is Alex Neff at first. The 0-2. Hit on the left-hand side and trapped by the shortstop Weiler. They throw to third thinking they've doubled him up. Now they throw to second. And they call out at second base there. I was going to say, I... That was out on a fly, was it not? That's what they're trying to confirm right now. It sure seemed like that ball bounced. I thought it bounced right before it got to her, but now both umpires and uh, the head coach are talking about it. He's going to let it go. Well, either way, they're getting the force at second then. It would be a double play, 6-5-4, to get the runners at third and second. And I think the debate here is, did that run score? Or is it a in, is that run going to score? That's what he's asking about right there. Well, the inning is over, so it didn't. Whether it was right. caught on the fly and the double play came 6-5, or if it's a 6-5-4 double play. The umpiring crew is still discussing it now, but one way or another, everyone would have to be safe for that run home from miles to count. Exactly. And that's, that's I think, it's what a the, force. That's what everybody was kind of worried about, wondering about if, if any of that happened. But uh, Probably, again, the one of the harder hit balls of the inning, but it turns into an inning-ending play. One way or another, score remains 5-2. to two. Central Lady Rebels have the bases loaded, nobody out, and they only get one run to show for it. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Valley Catholic Warriors back up after this on KFMO. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins? We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom lifted leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. We never got a clear explanation as to how the double play came about. All we know is this. 
there was an inning-ending double play in the bottom of the fourth. Don't know if it was 6-5 on a line out or if it was 6-5-4 on a double play ground out, fielder's choice. But one way or another, we are in the fourth inning, the bottom half, and the count sits 2-1 and one to Aubrey Wolk, who is, or Lauren Wolk rather, who's up at the plate in a 5-2 ball game favoring the Valley Catholic Warriors. Pulled up the third baseline, snagged by McClanahan. Across the first, the stretch from Dishbine. It goes under her glove, then into right field. Round first, heading to second is Wolk. It's an E of five on the low throw from McClanahan that gets past Dishbine. She played that very well coming off the bat. It just came right to her, kind of got a Sunday hop, and I think she just didn't have the stride. She just kind of threw it off of the uh, balls of her feet, really didn't try to get into a throwing position. Came at a little bit of the short arm, and it never made it to first base. Now, because of that error, not only safe at first is Wolk, but she's actually safe at second as well. And a bunt dropped up the line, and smartly watching it go into foul territory is the catcher, Cadence Cosby. Otherwise, that would have been a perfectly placed bunt single by Addie Donzi when she was trying to drop a sacrifice. Yeah, going back to that inning-ending double play there, I think what I would go with on that, it looked like the ball hit the ground, and I think because of where the runners were and nobody knew what was going on, I think you're going to go to 6-5 and then to 4. Sydney Miles chopped to her. She looks the runner back to second, throws the first for the out, and now diving way too early or tripping one way or another. Lauren Wolk jumped off of second base to try to make it to third. She buries her face in her hands, disappointing herself. I think she tripped there, trying to either stop on a dime or got her legs out a little too far in front of her. One way or another, there's the double play for the Central Lady Rebels right back at you. 6 3 5 yeah, Central uh, very fortunate that she rounded that second base bag, or she came from the second base bag to the third base bag. And I think about the shortstop spot, she just lost her footing. Popped up behind home plates. There with it, Cadence Cosby for a quick double play and an even quicker third and final out to end the bottom of the fourth inning. No runs, a hit, one error, and courtesy of the double play, nobody left stranded on base. Central Lady Rebels with McClanahan. Pape and Portel do up when we return after this. 5-2 they trail on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Growing up, my parents always encouraged me to do what's right even if it wasn't easy. I'd always hear my mother's voice say, do the right thing. That stuck with me. Every day, just do the right thing. That's it. The rest takes care of itself. At Shelter Insurance, we believe in doing the right thing for our customers and our communities. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. To the top of the fifth inning... Central Lady Rebels coming to the plate, trailing 5-2 to two to the Valley Catholic Warriors and taking a first pitch strike for the Rebels is Ella McClanahan. Count is 0-1 to begin the top half of inning number 5. McClanahan, Pape, Portel do up. McClanahan 0-1 with a strikeout swinging so far. 
Wanting the signs again is Ziprich. Keg goes through them one more time. And the 0-1. Missing on the bunt try is McClanahan, and the count is 0-2. We saw in a game earlier last year where uh, North County, I think it was, came out, and all they did was bunt for the, like the first four or five batters in a row. And we asked about that strategy after the game, and uh, we've seen that from time to time, and this time just kind of trying to get the bat on the ball and get something going. That was about 250-something games ago, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. We're up to game 296 on the season, 297 coming up later today with the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. Fought off foul, 0-2. Still floors me because I remember the year that we hit 200, and everybody was like, yeah. We hit 200. Now we kind of coast by that early in the uh, new year sometimes, maybe even in the old year. Count sits 0-2. Here's the pitch. Off the end of the bat. Slow roller towards first. Fleeg's got it. She makes one step to her left to step on the bag, and there's one down in the top half of inning number five. And Fleeg did a good job that time just getting to the ball because it was a knuckleball right at her, so you never know if that ball hits the ground once or twice and it may dart one way or the other, but she just kind of got over there and smothered it, picked it up, and stood on the bag. I'll bring Pape to the plate. Open stance, right hitting batter's box. No gloves and smokes it. Five hole on Kelsey Bloom at third base for a one-out knock single for Pape. It's exactly what they need right now, some base runners. They need some folks to get up and get on the base paths, start uh, generating a little bit of offense, and that's one of the harder hit balls we've seen here this afternoon. And as you said, just put it right between the shortstop and the third baseman and into left field. I was going to say, I'd argue the second point that you made is more of what they need as opposed to the first point that you made. They had base runners last inning. Bases loaded, nobody out. But nobody was making hard contact in that inning like you pointed out, and it played out that way with only one run coming in to score. There's a beautiful bunt dropped by Portel, but a great play from Kelsey Bloom coming off of third base in charging. She's got it, throws to first. Pape does advance to second on the sacrifice, but there's two down with Kelsey Poli coming to the plate. And I'll tell you what, if she hadn't got on that ball quickly, there would be two on right now. She got to that ball very aggressively, picked it up and fired it, and just got the runner at first base. Brings Kelsey Poli to the dish, playing way off the plate in the right-handed batter's box. Her heels are pretty much an inch shy of the white outline of the box on the left-hand side of the right-handed box. Pitch taken for a strike. Count is 0-1. I mean, this is as far out from the plate as you can play without being out of the box. The 0-1. Hit on the ground, left side through for a base hit. Past the glove of Addie Weiler at short. Coming in to score is Pape as the throw comes in to first. It's a RBI single for Kelsey Poli And a 5-3 ball game as it now stands with Valley Catholic still leading over Central, but the Rebels slowly but surely eating into this lead. And, of course, we talk about that last inning ending double play. That could have been another run added to it, which would have made it a one-run ball game. So we'll see as the game goes along how important that was for uh, Valley to get out of that inning. And a good opportunity is any for Central to try to tie this game. Three, four, and five do up in the order. Sidney Miles leads things off, taking a pitch on the inside for a ball. Want to know your count. Miles worked a walker last time up. Strikeout swinging her first time at the plate. That's the first time she's been out in this entire conference tournament. The 1-0. Looped into the air. 
at third base, colliding is Bloom, the third baseman, and Weiler, the shortstop, and Bloom holds on to it for the third and final out in the top half of inning number five. But the Central Lady Rebels do get another run off of two hits, no errors, and they leave a runner stranded at first base. Your score sits 5-3. to three. Valley Catholic leads Central as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Zipperich, Joggers, and Wolk do up next for Valley on KFMO. It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the Lifetime Warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our Spring Fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, from Ford to Volkswagen, and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's clear to clear here this April. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home with lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at sism4.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyden Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. The largest lead of the game for Valley Catholic was four. They've seen it shrink to two. Run scored by Central in each of the last two innings. And Neff has come in and really settled things down in the pitching side for the Val- for the Central Lady Rebels. And will look to do so again, but she's got a tough spot of the order to face. Two, three, and four due up for Valley Catholic. Hit in the air. Center field. Polite's there. She has to come in just a few strides, move a little to her left, our right. She's got it for out number one. And not to sound like uh, some former Cardinal managers, but uh, you take that five spot off. And this has been a pretty good game for Central, you can say, in the pitching department. But that five-run second inning is really the difference right now. And uh, Central just needs to keep clawing away. And, of course, they need to play some defense and get some continued good pitching from Neff. Pitch misses low and inside for a ball. It was a good first inning from Zoe Ray. Eleven of the, or seven of the 11 pitches she threw were strikes. Made quick work of a very good Valley team. The second where she ran into trouble. Only seven of the 23 that she threw. We're in the strike zone. She got chased after just an inning and a third. Neff has come in, and Neff has thrown 72% of her pitches for strikes with that foul ball. It's a really impressive number for her. The 1-1. Hit in the air. Shallow left field. Can anyone catch up to it? McMillan does. And she's got it for out number two. Good job by McMillan. She's fighting the sun just a bit as you were talking off the air. The sun is behind us. We're right behind home plate facing the pitcher. So that uh, sun's a little bit in the left fielder's eye at this point. She did a good job of shading her eyes and getting over there, getting in plenty of time and making the catch. She's sporting the visor, sporting the shades as well in left field, and makes the play. And here's a chance for out number three. Grounder, routine to Miles. Over to first for Dishbein. Third and final out in a quick 1-2-3. Bottom half of the fifth inning from Alex Neff and the Central Lady Rebels as they send Valley Catholic down in order. To the sixth inning we go. Central Lady Rebels with Cosby, Dishbein, and Neff trailing by two on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
LeCarry Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted Best Body Shop in the Parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000-square-foot state-of-the-art facility with factory-trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Top half of inning number six, Central Lady Rebels trail the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors 5-3. to three. As we get ready for the top of the six to begin. And here's the pitch to lead off the inning. And it hits the zone high and outside for a strike from Ziprich. Count is 0-1. Cadence Cosby leads things off. She's 0-1 for in the day so far. Strikeout looking, hit by a pitcher last time up. Leo 1. Outside part of the plate, missing for a ball. Central yesterday in their loss... Really got the offense going in the final three innings. Four runs in the fifth, a run in the sixth, and a run in the seventh. Came up just shy of uh, winning that game by a run. Pulled on the left-hand side, grounder too short. Weiler across the first in time. And Cosby's down with a first out in the top of the sixth inning. Ball hit right to the shortstop, but uh, great job by her just getting in front of it, turning and making a perfect throw across the diamond. No rush, no hurry. Getting a good throw to first base and picking up that very important first out. Here comes Dishbine to the plate. It's another reason why it's important with Dishbine at the plate now. Especially with the power she's got. Already showed it with a home run earlier. It takes the first pitch ball 1-0. So many times you see that first out just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the inning. 1-0, a bunt from Dishbine, back to the pitcher, Ziprich, throw to first, the stretch from Fleeg, enough to get Dishbine hustling up the line. That was a really good bunt from Dishbine. And I tell you what, I like that play because it, everybody was looking for her to swing away from the heels and maybe hit something hard, maybe hit something up the gap, and she laid it down. Just a good play by the pitcher to get to it and get uh, her out at first base because uh, it, it surprised everybody but the pitcher. It'll bring Alex Neff to the plate. She tries to drop a bunt, but it's fouled back. I remember watching a game years ago where the best hitter on the ball club came to the plate with runners in scoring position and one out in the bottom of the seventh inning. This was a, a local high school game, and uh, the best hitter on the lineup laid down a perfect bunt. There's another bunt from Neff, picked up by Bloom, throw to first in time for the third and final out. 
to end the top of the sixth inning. A 1-2-3 inning as Ziprich sends down the Lady Rebels in order. To the bottom of the sixth we go. Valley with Flea, Aubrey, Wolk, and Bloom to the plate after this on KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Bottom of the sixth inning, 5-3 to three your lead for Valley Catholic. They'll look to add to it here. As the first pitch, this is upstairs for a ball to Emily Fleeg. 1-0 to know your count. 0-1 on the day so far as Fleeg worked to walk her first time up. Popped out to shallow left field her second time around. The 1-0 from Neff. Skips to the plate. 2-0. You know, last inning, Chloe Dishbein laying down the bunt. I kind of like that idea because everybody's back on their heels thinking power, power. She almost caught him by surprise, but then Alex Neff next comes up to the plate. I think they were waiting for that one, and that's why they got to it so quick. This one yanked into left field. It'll one-hop the fence right up the line. Fleek's got an extra base hit as she easily strides into second base with a double. She turned on that pitch. It was just a little inside. And she yanked it into the left field. Maybe fair by about a foot, but it may, got the job done right at the 190 mark off the fence and getting the ball back in and uh, holding there to a uh, double are the Central Lady Rebels. Didn't really have a chance at a home run, but that thing was smoked and probably landed five feet shy of the fence as well. Here comes Aubrey Wolk to the plate. Takes the first pitch strike. Well, you're looking at Central right now. They got one more shot at this. So they need that runner at second base to stay at second base or at best get to third and not score. Let's see if they can uh, keep Valley from scoring another run. The 0-1 hit into left center field and will one-hop the fence once again. Fleeg will score. Into second base sliding, but out as she's gunned down by Kelsey Polit is Aubrey Wolk. But she brings home an insurance run for Valley Catholic. It's a 6-3 ball game. And a great throw from center field that time. Perfect tag out at second base. And that's the only reason why she is going back to the dugout. But a very nice hit up the gap. That one did one-hop the wall. Landed right at the base and hit off of one of the uh, ads out there in center field. Chopped on to short. Across the first. Dishbine's got it. And there's two down. So now you go back to that double play at the end of the inning. That runs even bigger now because now they trail by three. Before they were trailing by two, that could have cut it to one, but still two is a very manageable thing. Three is going to be a little harder. It'll come down to the bottom third of the order as seven, eight, and nine will come to the plate in the top of the seventh inning for the Central Lady Rebels. 
Pitch misses four, ball one and out. Pitch from Neff. Skips to the plate. And the count sets two balls, no strikes. You kind of get the mindset, I think, sometimes when you're a team that's capable of making a comeback that uh, you're never out of a game. Uh, and as I said earlier in this inning, I think Central really needed to keep those runners out on the base path, not allow them to get uh, around to score. They've got the firepower to bring home three runs in an inning, even against a great pitcher like Ziprich. We'll see if they can as Lauren Wolk grounds out to short. And we will head to the top of the seventh inning and get an answer on if they can in this game. But of Valley, they get a run off of two hits, no errors, and nobody left stranded on base. Central will lead things off in the top of the seventh, trailing by three with McMillan, McClanahan, and Pape next on KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Growing up, my parents always encouraged me to do what's right, even if it wasn't easy. I'd always hear my mother's voice say, do the right thing. That stuck with me. Every day, just do the right thing. That's it. The rest takes care of itself. At Shelter Insurance, we believe in doing the right thing for our customers and our communities. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Top half of inning number seven, last chance for the Central Lady Rebels to send this game to the bottom of the seventh, whether tied or by retaking the lead. And it comes from the bottom third of the order with seven, eight, and nine due up as McMillan pops this one up behind home plate well out of play. Counts it's 0-1 for McMillan, who is 0-2 in the day so far. Fly out to short and a grounded into a fielder's choice double play is what we ruled it to end the bases loaded situation the Central Lady Rebels had back in the fourth inning. Neil one. Breaking ball finds the low outside corner. Counts 0 and 2. Well, we've talked about it for the entire year and last year, the bottom of the lineup. If they can do something, that really bodes well for your ball club. Let's see if uh, Central's bottom can do that. Off the end of the bat. Loop into right field. Late jump from the right fielder, Wolk, and she's got it. Aubrey Wolk caught up to that one. After it kind of looked like she misread it, thought it was going right to her. I thought maybe she lost it some way, like she looked up and couldn't find it. But uh, I think she kind of knew exactly where it was headed. Was just kind of looking to see which direction she needed to uh, play the spin, so to speak, I guess. And she ran in and made a nice little catch. One down. And that will bring McClanahan to the plate. She swings over the top of the first one. And the count is 0-1 to her. I know you probably talk about it here, but uh, these St. Jen fields are very, very nice. Well-kept, very uh, you know, neat-looking fields to begin with. Just a great place to play ball. The 0-1 off the end of the bat, hooking foul, and out of play. Gracie Wright of the West County Lady Bulldogs catches it, tosses it back into play. She's going through her warm-up tosses right now. 
gives gives it the old uh, high uh, lifts the glove up in the air like, yeah. hey, I got it. It's all good. I'll bring the count 0 and 2 though in the game on hand currently. Right, getting ready for the championship game against the St. Genevieve Dragons. Stepping out and calling time is McClanahan. Yo, two. Off the end of the bat, blooped into shallow right field and past the diving Macy Wolkin will drop down for a base hit. Off that was hit an inch shorter. Macy Wolk's got it for an incredible second out, but instead it's just out of her reach. And the uh, Central Lady Rebels get McClanahan on with Poppy coming to the plate. And shy of a double plate, that will bring the top of the order back up for Central. And that's that's just like a line drive. I mean, it doesn't look that pretty all the time, but it got just exactly where it needed to get to. Fouled back by Poppy. Now, like you said, barring a double play, that does give you a shot with the top of the lineup. If you are the Central Lady Rebels, you're hoping your top of the lineup comes up and only one out, and you got two runners on base. But let's see what happens here. And you hope you get into that top of the lineup a little bit as well and can get Miles, Cosby, and Dishbine to the plate. This is low for a ball. Count is one and one. Kelsey Polite having a really good game as well for Central. You want to see her come to the plate. The old school thought of, hey, take a pitcher here or there is not really the kind of way they play it anymore. She went after the first one. 1-1, one, one, slow roller towards third. Bloom only plays the first. The out is made across the diamond. Advancing to second, McClanahan. But the Central League Rebels are down to their final out. And here comes the top of the order with Lexus Portel. That ball had such a knuckle on it. It almost looked like a helium balloon up here. It just wasn't moving. It just kind of drifted over there and landed on the ground. And uh, good base running, too, also by the Central Lady Rebels and McClanahan, not getting caught up in a potential double play. Alexis Portel with a very dense spray chart in today's game as she has dropped three bunts. She's been out each time, just traditional drag bunts the first two times, a sacrifice bunt. She dropped her last time up. Valley is uh, looking for that bunt right now. The 1-0. Swinging is Portel. She fights it off foul, a ball and a strike. She's dropped the drag twice, but really all game, Valley Catholic has played these bunts from Central very, very well. And right now, third baseman is about, what, five steps in front of the bag, right down the line. She is not uh, She's not going to let anything drop down in front of her. Off the end of the bat, little excuse me, check swing, slapped into left field. Wolk, it goes off her glove. The throw comes home, and that keeps McClanahan at third, but advancing to second on the play is Portel, and the Central Lady Rebels will send the game-tying run to the plate with Kelsey Poli set to dig in. And I, I tell you what, I think she meant to do that. I think everything that she was trying to do with the plate was to try to drive that ball into left field over that third baseman's head, just get it up over her head, get it into the outfield somehow or on the backside of the infield the only thing i saw on this is the runner from second coming to third kind of lost the third base coach for a moment as the left fielder bobbled the ball i think they might have sent her but she instead is still at third base her as an individual isn't going to matter too much right as kelsey poli comes to the plate and takes a first pitch ball from Zipperich, one and oh by the way the runner advanced down to second so now runners are at second and third a single gets you a couple of runs here possibly the 1-0, low and outside, missing for a ball. Central Lady Rebels trying to spark a two-out rally to keep this game going. 
And if Polite's able to reach base safely, that bodes well for Central because Miles will come to the plate, even though she's having a tough day. Blooped on the first baseline, and off the glove of Emily Fleek. She can't make the play. It lands for a foul ball. <laughs> and then after that, uh, Polite gets hit with the ball coming back in. As she's standing on first base, they tossed it in there, and somehow it wound up hitting her. But she just got it off the end of the bat. It looked like she was trying to take it to right field and uh, popped it up on the right side. Now a 2-1 count. She'll dig back in. Counts it's two and one with two in scoring position in a three-run ball game, top of the seventh. Sky high fly ball, shallow right field. This could do it. Macy Walk from second drifts onto the grass. She's got it for the third and final out to eliminate the threat from the Central Lady Rebels as they brought the game-tying run to the plate. But Valley Catholic will come away with the victory 6-3 and capture third place in the MAAA Conference Tournament. We head to the in-between games report. We'll talk with uh, the head coach, Kurt Bosler, of the Valley Catholic Warriors and bring you stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln and your Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. Again, your final 6-3 Valley Catholic down Central on KFMO.